At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Into the Lombardi line, Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa on this 26th day of May and heading into a holiday weekend, are we, Mr. Reynolds? And I guess uh, I understand you're heading back to the Brickyard for the greatest spectacle in racing. I am excited to go back. Haven't been to my home state of Indiana for about a year and a half, so excited to uh, go back and see some racing. About 40% capacity at the Speedway, but that's still about 140,000 people, so this is going to be likely the largest outdoor sporting event since, obviously, the lockdown and COVID-19, so we shall see how this works out but excited to go and uh, see some good racing. All right, from the Brickyard to the Hardwood, let's talk a little NBA playoffs. The number two seed Brooklyn Nets defeated the number seven seed Boston Celtics 130-108, to and Brooklyn leads the series now two games to none. This really wasn't even ever close, Wes. We talked about the player props on the program on Tuesday. James Harden, he went over for three-pointers in the first half. Joe Harris, all he did was set a franchise record for three-pointers, seven from downtown. The Nets easily cut as a nine and a half point favorite game goes well over the total of 227. Yeah, we talked about that prop yesterday. Joe Harris was two and a half on the three point makes. And I thought that looks a little low here. So I think the Harris overs because you're talking about a guy that in terms of percentage is the best three point shooter in the league. He's just under, I think a tick under 48%. And he got this all in the first quarter. Harris ended up nine of 14 from the floor, seven of 10 from outside the arc, 25 points. So got all his overs in the first quarter and it was basically over from the get-go, 130 to 108. But Joe Harris got hot in the first quarter, 40 to 26 after one. Brooklyn never really looked back. I think the Celtics did win the fourth quarter to end up covering the second half where they were like minus one-point favorites. But you can just see with the Celtics, without Jalen Brown, absolutely no chance. And when Jason Tatum only goes 3 of 12 and scores nine points and only ended up playing 21 minutes, there's nothing the Celtics could do. And when it's a 2-0, and we'll talk about that with a, another series that happened last night, 2-0 is not necessarily a death sentence in the playoffs. You can come back from that. But I don't see any way. This series, to me, is over. 
Yep, I would agree with you. The Lakers squared the series with the Phoenix Suns at one game apiece, taking care of Phoenix 109 to 102. And the LeBron trend continues of winning and covering in the playoffs off of a loss. But maybe the biggest takeaway from this game, Wes, is Chris Paul mm-hmm. is not 100%. He only played 22 minutes, had six points and five assists. And it's very clear that the Suns desperately need their leader on the floor and healthy. Yeah, they do, and we talked about this yesterday, and that's why I didn't end up betting this game because I thought the line was so curious. And when I was on with Matt Eumann yesterday on My Guys in the Desert, I was saying we were kind of talking about why has this line not moved? Why is this not two and a half? Why is this not three? Because we know, even though we kind of try to preach this here on VSIN, we know that not all betters are number sensitive necessarily. Mm-hmm. They want to take the team. I want to take the Lakers. So if that would have moved up to three, they'd have laid it three even though that's not a good idea to lay the worst of the number and we try to break betters of those bad habits. But we have a lot of new betters who have to learn those type of things. So, look, they're just going to bet the team no matter what the number was. They ended up getting the cover. But that was the thing is the line wasn't moving, and we kind of knew all this news about Chris Paul that there was something wrong with his shoulder, yet we weren't seeing the money, and that kind of scared me off, even though this was the total bounce-back spot for the Lakers. And as you mentioned about those trends, and we discussed them yesterday on this program in terms of LeBron after he loses game one usually comes out on fire I think he was like 11 and 5 against the spread over the course of his career where he loses game one in a playoff series and then it adds another win to it last night without Chris Paul this team really struggled I thought Cameron Payne had an admirable performance in Mm -hmm. relief but this is a guy that's not used to having to do that Cameron Payne went 33 minutes did score 19 points have seven assists so a very good effort from him but not nearly enough and this was a close game down the stretch Lakers LeBron makes a big shot and Lakers did really what they had to do Uh, Anthony Davis 34 and 10 we were kind of waiting for him to step up because he said okay this is on me you know like yeah it's on you because they can't necessarily count on Andre Drummond and Mark Gasol to go ahead and replace you even though Drummond did have good numbers last night 15 and 12 so Lakers do get the this, the uh, 1-1 win, square up the series, and now go back to the Staples Center. But the storyline going forward is Chris Paul and how effective he can be. If he is not as effective as he can be, this is going to be a shorter series. Maybe a good sign for the Phoenix Suns that they were close at the end of that game and without Chris Paul. So if he is back 100%, then that is possibly something to lean on if you're a Phoenix Suns backer. The number six seed Mavericks take a 2-0 series lead over the three seed Clippers, winning for the second straight time outright as an underdog. 127-121 to your final. Game goes well over the total. We talked about this too, looking at the player props, Wes, we were looking at the over for Kawhi Leonard. We figured he was going to have to rebound with a big game. He did. He scored 41 points, but it wasn't enough as they will now head to Dallas in a 2-0 hole. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George combined for for 69 points. Kawhi with 41, Paul George with 28. And usually when that happens, you got to think, okay, this team's going to win. But what we're seeing with the Clippers is that Maybe they're just not very good defensively, and that's kind of weird when you look at the components of this team. You have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, who are two of the better wing defenders in the NBA as individuals. You have Patrick Beverly, who's kind of a pest at the top of the key, guarding other teams' point guards. But the Clippers, one thing on offense, even though the offense doesn't seem to be that much of a problem with this team, they don't have a true point guard. Patrick Beverly, I don't think, is really that true, like Chris Paul-esque point guard, if you will. Uh, uh, and and I think that's causing a problem here. And also, uh, Luka Doncic is causing a problem because <laughs> they are not able to guard him. And it's just like we saw what happened at the end of the season with the Los Angeles Clippers. We saw that they basically put a lineup of you and me and three random people here at the South Point Hotel and Casino in that final game against Oklahoma City. They got the seed they wanted. But then when you think about it, it's like, okay, these guys kind of tanked down the end to be able to play Luka Doncic in the first round. It's like, okay, you wanted to avoid the Lakers. I get it. I mean, I might have wanted to play the Lakers 
sooner rather than later because I don't know if some of these stars are 100%. But nevertheless, they went ahead and made that decision right now, paying for it down 2-0. Now, series not over by a long shot, but this does go to Dallas. And you're basically, even if you get a split there, then you got to go runner, runner, runner to win the series. So Clippers did not put themselves in a good position. And defensively, just just so disappointing to watch because you think they should be a nightmare to score against, and they are very easy to score against. Three games on the NBA playoff card for your Wednesday evening. It'll be game two between the eight-seed Washington Wizards at the number one seed Philadelphia 76ers, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Washington covered the number in game one, losing by seven, and that game went well over the total. The spread is about the same tonight. Sixers favored by eight, but the total has adjusted now at 229 and a half for game two tonight in Philadelphia. And the Wizards did get the cover, but they couldn't even win with the slow start from Philadelphia and really not a very good performance in game one. Embiid got into foul trouble, if you recall, and only played 10 first half minutes. And Philadelphia did not shoot well from the three. They were, uh, I think, one of eight, 12.5% in the first quarter, three of 17 from outside in the first half. They eventually got to settle down once Embiid could play the full minutes, and they couldn't stop him. He was plus 20 on the plus minus, 30 points on 9 of 16 shooting, 12 of 13 from the line. But... Tobias Harris was able to kind of fill that void, 37 points on 15 to 29 shooting. And it's almost tough for the Wizards because it's like, okay, we caught this team on an off night and we still couldn't get a win. And also the fact that the Wizards have had to play a couple play-in games and Mm -hmm. you don't know if the fatigue maybe is starting to set in. The Wizards defensively have no uh, answer for these guys on the inside. 27th and opponent field goal percentage at the rim, giving up about 66%. So you got to think Embiid, Harris, and Simmons can really get what they want. Sixers defense, uh, I thought, really showed up when it had to down the stretch. They only they didn't give up a basket to the Wizards in the final four minutes of the game. So it's pretty clear, I think, why... Uh, the Wizards are, are a big favorite here. It's eight. There's some eight and a halves out there. I'd be more apt to lay the points here with Philadelphia. The five-seed Hawks are at the four-seed Knicks at Madison Square Garden, 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern. And game one was quite the contest between these two. Trey Young silences the crowd with a game winner in the final seconds and spoke openly about it after the game. The home crowd may be even more juiced up for game two tonight in New York. And they've been bumped up to a two-point favorite here, Wes. They closed as about a one or one-and-a-half point favorite in game one, up to two now here. But the total has ticked down from game one, now down to 212 and a half. I have the Hawks for the series, so obviously good start with a 1-0 lead. And you mentioned Trey Young channeling his inner Reggie Miller <laughs> and silencing the crowd and silencing one Spike Lee sitting courtside there at Madison Square Garden. But one of the stories that's kind of getting ignored here is DeAndre Hunter's return, and he missed a lot of the season with the knee injury. Really good defender. And I think uh, on the season, he's improved the Hawks' defense, I believe. Per 100 possessions, he improves their defense by 7.4 points. And he, he was covering Julius Randle. He was getting the tough assignments, too. He was having to guard Julius Randle on some possessions. He was having to guard R.J. Barrett on some possessions. Obviously a good guy to close down passing lanes and really recognizing what the Knicks are trying to do. They held the Knicks to 35.7% shooting percentage from three-point range. So a really big return getting getting DeAndre Hunter back. The Knicks had been shooting the best from the three ball in the league really since the start of April. I think they were shooting about 42.5%. So we shall see how Tom Thibodeau adjusts here because I think Trey Young, as good as he is offensively, he can sometimes be a liability defensively. Mm-hmm. So the Knicks got to try to find a way to make him work on defense and uh, see if, uh, especially if he's got to cover R.J. Barrett, where R.J. Barrett can kind of post him up. He's the bigger man. And either he can back him down at the three and then take him to the hole for a layup. So I think that 
that's what you're going to look at here. So I might be, when we get into the props, I might be looking at some R.J. Barrett props. I don't know what I want to do necessarily on this game with the side or the total. The Knicks, obviously, they can't expect that Alec Burks is going to have 27 on 9 of 13 shooting again. It was kind of like Alec Burks' career game, and yet it still wasn't enough. So somebody's got to fill that void. I think R.J. Barrett would be the good candidate to do that. You talked about Tom Thibodeau and how is he going to adjust. I think that's one of the real keys for this game. I think he will adjust. You also mentioned R.J. Barrett. He was one of the guys that uh, jumped out at me, too, as far as the player props. We'll get to that a little bit later in the show. For the nightcap, it is game two between the eight-seed Grizzlies and the number one seed Utah Jazz, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Memphis leads this series one game to none after taking the outright win in the opener as nine-point underdogs, and we thought Donovan Mitchell was going to suit up in Utah for game one. He was a late scratch. Now, it looks like he will go this evening for game two. The Jazz opened up as a seven and a half point favorite, and that was maybe indicative of the uncertainty about Donovan Mitchell, but now it is ticked back up, Wes. Nine and a half in favor of the Jazz here at BetMGM, a total of 219. Yeah, the zigzag theory is really priced in here now at nine and a half, and part of that, of course, is if uh, Mitchell is going to be able to go, it looks like he is upgraded to probable, and he is. And also this belies a trend that you can take back to 2005. When a top three seed at home loses a series opener, that's either the one, two, or three seed in either the East or the West. When the top three seed loses at home in the opener, they're 25 and 16 in game two against a number that's 61%. That's a pretty good sample size, but you're already paying the tax in the number at, at nine and a half really here. So I mean, I, I would almost be wanting to be on Memphis here just because I know that the zigzag theory in this case is, is stronger than normal, but you're getting a guy that hadn't really played very much. Right, but right. In a while, I was so. thinking under on his props for mm-hmm. game one, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, he is so possibly rusty, having not played since uh, mid to late April. Yeah, so it's going to take time, and, and then you got to get used to your rotation. It's not just like, okay, more often than not, it's not where we pick up where we left off here, mm-hmm. where, okay, everything is just hunky-dory. Now he's going to be full bore because there's a difference, I think, in between being in shape and being in game shape. Sure. So you need those minutes. So are you? is Quinn Snyder going to throw him out there and, let's say, go 40 minutes a night? I don't, I don't know that. I know sometimes guys return and they can pick up where they left off, but I think that that's a lot of adjustment, not just for Donovan Mitchell, but for the rest of the rotation because now... Now some guys have to have their minutes decline or they're playing less minutes than they're used to. But everything is priced in now to the number. Jazz are still the team that went 31-5 and at home during the regular season. So not an easy team to cover against. But this number, the price is getting to the point where I could almost only be on Memphis here in this spot. And and nine and a half, I don't know if this goes to 10. I think if it did, it would get some resistance in the market. How about the series prices here and how they've adjusted? We spoke on Tuesday about the Clippers being in the neighborhood of minus 150 all the way to as high as minus 175 to win this series. Now, of course, they are down two games to none and headed back to Dallas. And the series price is adjusted to the uh, Clippers as a plus 190 under. Underdog. Mm-hmm. Is that still worth taking a stab at the Los Angeles Clippers? You know, it probably is. And I'm actually on bad equity here because I did take minus 155 Uh-oh. thinking <laughs> they were going to win last night. So I don't, you know, sometimes you get good equity in these series prices and sometimes you don't. So stepped in at the wrong time. Dallas had one more win in them. But I think at plus 190, they did beat this team last year. So that doesn't mean they're going to do it again. But. I might want maybe a little more than $2 if I'd want to get on the Clippers now. You know how it is, and we see it in hockey, too. Sometimes the best thing for a team is to get off their home court, Mm -hmm. get out of Dodge a little bit, kind of a fresh start in a new city. We'll see if that holds true for the Los Angeles Clippers when they tip off in Dallas against the Mavericks for Game 3. A couple of baseball games starting pretty quick. We'll get to those on the other side right here on the Lombardi Line. At 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. and baseball games every week, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. A couple of baseball games getting underway here pretty quick. You've got the Orioles and the Twins in Minnesota. 10-10 Pacific for the first pitch, 1-10 p.m. Eastern. And it'll be Jorge Lopez taking on Michael Pineda. And look out, but the Minnesota Twins starting to turn it around a little bit west. They win on Tuesday. That's eight straight losses for the Baltimore Orioles. Three straight wins for the Minnesota Twins. And they're a big favorite here today behind Panetta. Minus 195 on the money line with a total of eight and a half. Yeah, Twins getting healthy against some uh, lower kind of competition that's been in their class, even though we thought Minnesota was going to be in a different type of class to start the season. They have not been still 10 games under 500. Uh, Michael Pineda, I think has been relatively solid for the twins. He's now up to 392 on the XFIP though, but these are two teams that actually struggle at the plate against right-handed pitching. And you've also got that early getaway day game under here in play. So that would be the direction I would go. There's still some nines out there, including at bet MGM nine minus a dollar 20. You're a little bit worried about these two bullpens. So I would maybe be a little bit more interested in the first five here. 
here, but we've seen it already go down from five to now four and a half. It's four and a half juice to the over minus a dollar twenty. So usually when it moves off a key number like that, I think five's a key number for a first five. I usually don't want to necessarily move off that number, but I do agree with the money here in terms of of the under in this spot. Lopez maybe could get some positive regression. The ERA is six. The XFIP is three ninety one. So that could potentially be in play. And like I mentioned, you got two teams that don't really hit right-handed pitching very well. The bullpen for the Twins especially does concern me. 485 ERA, that's 25th in the league. They walk more hitters than the league average. However, the Orioles can be a little bit of a free-swinging team. They haven't been drawing a lot of walks lately. So maybe the bullpen... uh, 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 poor performance from the Twins doesn't come into play today, so I'd be on the under. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned uh, that it's up at 9 at BetMGM. I think that moved recently because when I was looking at it writing up uh, this game, it was at 8.5. I'm showing yellow on the screen, which means a change in the last There's five There's a minutes. lot of 8.5s in the market, like 8.5 over, over 120, and that's what mm-hmm. you'll see on a key number, especially 7 and 9 when it comes to baseball totals. When something goes under from seven to like six and a half, then you see that six and a half over minus 120 or minus 125. Same thing with the the nine going down to eight and a half here. So obviously on a key number, I'm going to pay a little bit of extra cents for that for that number for the big. So nine minus a dollar 120. Yep, minus 120 on the under at BetMGM under nine. The Cardinals are at the White Sox. This will go at 11:10 Pacific, 2:10 p.m. Eastern. John against Carlos Rodon. Chicago looking for the sweep. They come off of the sweep by the New York Yankees looking to return the favor to the St. Louis Cardinals here. Still uh, holding on to a one and a half game lead in the American League Central and the Pale Hose laying a big number here today against the Cardinals. Minus 210 and a total of eight and a half. Yeah, this is a big number. I was on the White Sox yesterday because kind of what we talked about with that Jack Flaherty being eight. No, it's like now everybody knows about it. So <laughs> So when that, you know, a trend that you want to play is the trend that people don't know about. But now when the word is out, I thought it was a good spot to go against. And they did win eight to three last night. St. Louis has now dropped seven to 10. John Gant has, has been, I think lucky, but has been effective so far this season for St. Louis kind of hanging on to that five spot, but now St. Louis getting miles Michaelis back. So we'll see if Gant sticks in the, in the starter role or goes back to the bullpen, but he leads the team with a two Oh four ERA through eight starts has an allowed more than three runs in a single start all season long. Cardinals a pretty average offense and uh, going against the Chicago White Sox, we know Carlos Rodon is a legitimate Cy Young candidate here. Velocity is up. He already has a no-hitter this season. Even with Jimenez and Robert out of the lineup, White Sox have been hitting the ball. So, I think negative regression is coming for John Gant. I usually don't like to lay one and a half on the run line, so probably what I would do with the White Sox here is try to parlay them with another favorite at plus money, just like a two-team that would be the way I would go. $2 probably big of a price on a straight bet, though. You mentioned St. Louis's struggles. They lead Chicago in the NL Central by just a half game. Could have a swap of first place teams here in the division as the Cubs are at Pittsburgh. We'll cover that game a little later in the show. Next up, it's time to talk to Steve Mackinnon about this week's issue of Point Spread Weekly. We'll be right back. any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows, including Follow the Money, A Numbers Game, My Guys in the Desert, and the Lombardi Line with VEASAN Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all for free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Welcome back to the Lombardi Line. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. And time now to bring in our friend Steve Mackinnon, as we do every Wednesday. He is the editor of VEASAN's online digital publication, Point Spread Weekly. You can follow him on Twitter, at Steve Mackinnon. Steve, welcome back to the program. Great article this week about coaching changes in college football. And, of course, it's timely because our friends at DraftKings now have the college football season win totals out. So college football buzz certainly being created here in the world of sports and a lot of very significant coaching changes you write about and it kind of relates to the article you wrote about with new coaches in the NFL and are we going to see improvement or decline because of this change going forward in the new season I want to ask you about a few teams here and and what your thoughts are I'll start with Arizona in the Pac-12 Kevin Sumlin really disappointing was never really able to turn this program around and Jed Fish is in as the new head coach roaming the sidelines there in Tucson uh, yeah, hey guys, great to be with you again. Uh, appreciate the uh, props on the article. Uh, yeah, it, it, great timing here. I, I didn't even realize the DraftKings uh, season win totals were coming out until I was actually starting to write the article. So it was uh, very nicely timed. Arizona's going to be an interesting case this year, uh, coming off 0-5 season. I think uh, I think they're ready to just flush 2020. That was just a strange season for, for them in particular, a lot of teams. But uh, Jed Fish comes in. Uh, fresh out of the NFL, so that being an interesting change in that regard. DraftKings has Arizona set at uh, 2.5 wins only, so they're not seeing a whole lot coming from this team. Uh, I think it's going to take maybe a couple years for Fish to get his feet wet and then really get this program uh, to where he wants to be. And Steve, another uh, coach, yeah, another program changing with the leather A. That would be Auburn. Gus Malzahn now down at UCF. And Brian Harson going to go ahead and take over coming in from Boise State. They were 6-5 and five last season. Have a quarterback decision and a little quarterback controversy down there on the Plains this year. Bo Nix, the incumbent starter, TJ Finley, transfers in from North Carolina State. Your outlook on the Auburn Tigers. Yeah, that quarterback controversy uh, certainly is an interesting situation that's going to be at Auburn. I'm sure Bo Nix didn't expect anything like that uh, heading into the season, even with the coaching change. Um, I have to think as I look at this situation, whether or not this is maybe a case of unrealistic expectation uh, at Auburn. I mean, Malzahn had uh, maybe viewed a little bit unfairly as far as his results go and how he was judged. Um, in most cases, they thought he didn't get the most out of the talent that he had. So I guess uh, that's what makes a good coach. So I, I can see where they might have gone this way. But to me, it's sort of a, a more of a dangerous uh, way to go about things. Uh, they had a pretty good, consistent thing going. Uh, we'll see how it works out. Uh, I, it, I think it's more interesting, actually, on the UCF side. If you look at the Malzahn hiring there, that's typically not the type of coach they've gone with lately. They've looked for up-and-comers, uh, Scott Frost, Josh Heupel lately, and they've they've really been able to maintain that level of success. So, uh, in my opinion, it's a more interesting move for Demelzon going to UCF than him leaving Auburn. All right, Steve, let's talk about certainly one of the most marquee programs in college football in the country, and that is the Longhorns of Texas. They've, of course, got a coaching change as well. Tom Herman is out, and Steve Sarkeesian is in. He returns to the head coaching role, of course, last uh, at USC and was up at Washington as well. What about Sarkeesian? What did your study find as far as the Texas Longhorns? Do you expect improvement or decline? You know, again, this is a situation where, Maybe we're dealing with unrealistic expectation here. Uh, I know it's, there was a lot expected from Herman coming out of uh, Houston, uh, thinking he would have a great uh, handle on this program as far as recruiting, and that goes. Sarkeesian as a head coach really never had all that much success at USC or Washington. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how he does at Texas. Uh, one thing I pointed out in this article is Texas had a great offense last year. Obviously, Sam Ellinger, a four-year starting quarterback, they had 42 points a game. Sarkeesian was able to lift Alabama's offense. I don't think that's where Texas really needs to improve. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, they got a couple nice quarterbacks in a battle there, too, uh, younger guys. So you'll, you'll be seeing a new quarterback on their center for Texas. Could be an interesting uh, run under uh, Sarkeesian for sure. 
Steve, you also have a piece in Point Spread Weekly about the MLB starting pitchers that you might want to avoid this season. One of them actually goes today and is on the bump for the Cleveland Indians. They are in Detroit to get to face the Tigers. That's Tristan McKenzie who's going against Jose Urena today. And Tristan McKenzie kind of showed a little life last year, maybe a lot of potential. But looking at him so far this year, he is averaging 8.46 walks per nine innings. And walks are going to kill you in Major League Baseball. So uh, are these these guys are looking to fade or just looking to avoid betting their games altogether. At this point, I think you got to look to fade these guys. I mean, they're, they're typically overpriced still. Uh, that That's part of the basis for the reason I wrote the article. I found that these guys are still getting priced according to their perceptions. And some of those perceptions were formed in last year, or the year before that. McKenzie is an interesting case in that he was actually sent down to the minors after his last start. And while I was writing this piece, I, I, we sent it in the points for weekly and all, all this morning. I see there's a pitching change and McKenzie's on. So uh, we'll see what happens in that game tonight. I certainly don't like McKenzie as a road favorite in any case, 30 walks and 30 something innings. So he's struggling. Uh, I definitely wouldn't put my money behind him tonight. Steve, about 45 seconds left. A doubleheader on Memorial Day weekend for the racing. I'll have an Indy 500 piece up later in the week at vcin.com, but you've already done the simulation for the Coca-Cola 600 down in Charlotte. What are we looking at for the longest race of the year on the NASCAR circuit? Yeah, looking forward to your uh, Indy piece. I, I, I typically like to bet that myself, so looking forward to that insight. Uh, Martin Truex is uh, my winner at this point. There will be a, a, a follow-up based upon the starting spots. I would look for Chase Elliott, and uh, Ryan Blaney has been good at these types of tracks, too, so he could be a uh, pretty nice underdog. Great stuff, Steve, as always. We look forward to uh, perusing this week's issue of Point Spread Weekly. Thank you very much, and we'll talk to you again next week. Yeah, solid issue of Point Spread Weekly. We'll talk to you then. All Thanks, right. Steve. That is Steve Mackinnon. Again, follow him on Twitter, at Steve Mackinnon. If you want to get your own issue of Point Spread Weekly, check out vcin.com slash subscribe week in and week out. I am impressed by that publication and uh, have been ever since I started here at vcin. I'm not just blowing smoke, Wes. That is one incredible, thorough publication is Point Spread Weekly. We have passion for playoff hockey, and we're talking about it next right here on the Lombardi Line at vcin, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, <laughs> he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. the king of sports books sign up today and win $100 if you place a $1 wager on any Stanley Cup playoffs game and either team scores a goal regardless of your bets outcome simply use the bonus code VEASAN100 when you place your first bet to take advantage of this offer enjoy hockey like never before with BetMGM it's a new customer offer paid in free bets visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older to wager Colorado Indiana Iowa Michigan New Jersey Nevada Pennsylvania Tennessee Virginia or West Virginia only. It excludes Michigan dissociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. 800-889-9789 and 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Passion for playoff puck. Another great game between Carolina and Nashville on Tuesday night, West. The third time that these two teams went to overtime. This time it went the way of the Hurricanes. 3-2, your final. Game stays under the total and about 12,000 Kaniacs on hand in Raleigh in full throat to celebrate this team's advantage now in the series, taking a 3-2 lead and they'll be headed back to Smashville. Yeah, this ended up being a split for me last night. Had the under, but but also had the Carolina Hurricanes and regulation. And you look at the numbers, you got to think maybe they should have got it done in the first 60 minutes. They did not, but they had a 37-25 shot advantage, 66-40 to 40 in terms of hits, also won 44 of the 75 face-offs. They were a little loose with the puck, had a lot of giveaways, did Carolina, but they really controlled, I think, most of the game, even though they trailed for a majority of the game. They were down 2-1 to one in the third period and then tied it up and then got the OT winner from Jordan Stahl. Home teams continue to rain. You talked about the Caniacs down there in Raleigh. Uh, <laughs> and now we go to Smashville. The home crowds in both of these cities, I think, have really made a difference in this series. A couple of the best, I think, in the, in the whole postseason. Yeah, people that think that hockey's not going to work in the southeastern part of the United States haven't been watching these crowds. That's why home teams, I think, one reason they're 5-0. and oh. So now Carolina, a little bit under $7-ish, I think, to go ahead and finish this series off. And really because the home ice has been so important in this series. That's why you're seeing that price. So now they go back to Nashville. Carolina has really been dominant at home in these three games with the 3-2 margin last night. 11-4 on the score sheet against the Predators when they play down in Raleigh. So we shall see tomorrow night if uh, Nashville can extend this to 7. Carolina right now about a $1.50 here at BetMGM for tomorrow night plus 125 on Nashville. No fans on hand in the North at the Bell Center on Tuesday, and they're going to allow some to attend for game six, but unfortunate for them, they may not get there. The Canadiens now down three games to one to the Toronto Maple Leafs as Toronto shut them out four to nothing on Tuesday as minus 180 favorites. Game stays under the total, and Wes, I'll tell you, this really looked like a complete mismatch. Montreal now going back home for game five. They'll have a uh, chance to close it out, and it's not looking too good for the Canadiens. Carey Price can usually cover a lot of mistakes in between the pipes for Montreal, but he can't cover only scoring four goals in four games. He can't play offense. No, he cannot. And that's what I think you're really seeing here. The Leafs now have taken control of this series, despite the fact that they did lose John Tavares, who's out indefinitely with 
that concussion, also has a knee issue. Nick Felino, left winger, also did not play last night. So, look, they got it done, and, and Montreal just they, – they got some guys healthy late in the season for this series, and they were able to take uh, game one when they got Brendan Gallagher back and they got their best defenseman, Shea Weber, back. However, they're just not putting pucks on the net, are the Montreal Canadiens, and it's made it pretty easy for Jack Campbell uh, to really keep Freddie Anderson at bay, even though Jack Campbell did have to save all 32 shots last night. But the Canadians just don't have the firepower right now, and they're going back to Toronto. Leafs are about two, uh, about 240 favorite, 250 favorite tomorrow. So I don't see – maybe the Canadians get one more game. I'm not so sure about that. I think they've about had it here. Yeah, it, I mean, last night was, uh, was pretty rough, and I expected them to bounce back. I was actually on Montreal as a pretty good-sized dog, but uh, I don't think they ever really looked like they had much of a chance. Out of the Central Division, it'll be Game 6 between the Panthers and the Lightning, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, in Tampa Bay. And the defending champs lead the series three games to two. Will it be Spencer's Spencer Knight's week in the state of Florida, or will the debutante be a one-hit wonder, West Lightning a good-sized favorite here at minus 150 on the money line and six for your total. Florida's seen a trickle of money from some sharp handicappers that I respect on the ice. Uh, Spencer Knight. Like you're saying, he did it at home. Now, can he do it in Tampa Bay on the road? And really, Joel Quenville's hand has been forced here. You can't really go back to Bobrovsky. You can't go back to Chris Dreiger, who had been very solid in the regular season. This is Spencer Knight's show now at all of 20 years old. So you're going to have to go with him. You really don't have the choice of the matter. I have not yet got involved in this series, but in despite Dent being down 3-2, Florida in many spots have actually outplayed the Tampa Bay Lightning, if you look at, yeah. at some of the numbers, uh, the expected goal rate has been higher. The high danger chance rate has been higher, really, than, than uh, Tampa Bay's has. They've won those that battle, actually, in all five games. But in Tampa Bay, the stars with Kucherov and Stamkos and the like, they get all the headlines. But Hornquist, Huberdo. Varigway, uh, Barkov, Sam Bennett, they've all been very good in this series. I just think that the goaltending and the defense, quite frankly, has not been there for Florida. I thought Kucherov and Stamkos, these guys were going to be rusty. Kucherov missed the whole season, mind you, mm -hmm. and had two goals in game one. So said, I'm going to be fine. And he's had nine points in this series to lead all of the Tampa Bay skaters. So really how Tampa Bay has gotten this 3-2 lead is the power play. They've been hitting 41.2%. Seven power play goals in 17 chances. You're going to win a lot of games when you go ahead and do that. And Vasilevsky, I think, has been the better goaltender because Bobrovsky and Dreiger have really been shaky so that's why you really have to go to Spencer Knight at this point I actually think that the price I'm going to wait to see if maybe Tampa Bay gets more money as we go to face off which will be about eight o'clock eastern time five o'clock pacific I'm waiting to see if maybe I can get like a dollar thirty or dollar thirty five dollar forty on the Florida Panthers because I think the price could be too high on this with assuming Tampa Bay is going to close this out in six. So I actually would lean to Florida and I would actually lean to the over. One thing betters like to do a lot is when you get an elimination game scenario, they like to go to the under. And I don't usually like that. I like to go to the over because a team has to survive elimination. So sure. they're going to get desperate. So they're going to go ahead and pull the goaltender early. And you always kind of worry about those empty netters late. When I really like unders is what we've had the last two nights with Nashville and Carolina. And obviously with the Islanders and Penguins, which we'll get to in a minute. When a series is tied two to two, that is such a pivotal game in game five. So you've got these teams. They do not want to make a mistake. And we kind of saw all that with uh, Tristan Jerry misplaying the puck for Pittsburgh a couple nights ago, and that's what gave the Islanders the OT winner, and both those games went under the total of five and a half. All right, you mentioned game six indeed. Another game six, three of them tonight between the Penguins and the Islanders, 3.30 Pacific, 6.30 Eastern in New York with the Islanders leading the series three games to two. They're on home ice with a chance to advance. Pretty much a pick em game here, minus 110 either way at BetMGM, five and a half for your total. It's going to be about 65% capacity on Long Island tonight, and I actually do like the New York Islanders to close this series out. They are going to stick with Ilya Sorokin 
who is the number two goaltender for the Islanders, but he's 3-0 and in the series. He's so been super. I don't think that there's any way that Barry Trotz can not go with him tonight. So I think that that's what they're going to do. And you wonder about Pittsburgh's mental makeup, even though they are a very much a veteran team. They're the better team in terms of generating offense. But the goaltending, I think, has been a mismatch, especially with Sorokin. Jerry misplays that puck. So you wonder if that's going to weigh on this Pittsburgh team's mind. And I know Pittsburgh probably will get some support and thinking that they're going to take this to seven because they have so much potency offensively. But I think when the Islanders play their game and they've kind of been able to control it in a couple spots, especially with Sorokin in between the pipes where they can be the more physical team Mm -hmm. and play a more defensive style of hockey, which Barry Trotz likes to do and has been very successful at that at previous stops before going to New York. So I like the Islanders to close this out on this evening. Yeah, it seems like with Sorokin between the pipes, the rest of the team has that confidence in him to be a wall back there, and they right. can just go out and do what they want to do. Right. At 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, it's Game 6 in Minnesota between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Wild. Vegas leads the series 3-2 after falling to Minnesota right down the street here at T-Mobile on Monday night. Now, they can close it out on the road as favorites tonight, minus 135 on the money line, 5.5 for your total. Yeah, I think VGK is going to go to St. Paul and close this out tonight. If we saw the other night here, Minnesota Wild would probably too heavy of a price and they ended up getting there. However, they got very much outplayed in that game. I think it was a 40 to 14 shot advantage for the Vegas Golden Knights. They just couldn't put the puck in the net. Cam Talbot had a very good performance. What Minnesota usually does well is the defense is usually pretty stingy and they, they really keep Vegas or they've done so in the regular season. Keep them to the outside don't let them get in the middle of the ice and that limits the high danger scoring chances but have not really been able to do it so far and I think Marc-Andre Fleury Flower has been up to the task for the Vegas Golden Knights so Robin Leonard hasn't really been seen very many times now you are getting the adjustment in the number because game three and game four Knights I think were like minus a dollar fifteen and then almost minus a dollar twenty five in game four so now you're seeing it at 135 anything in the low 120s I would be interested under one 130 kind of be my threshold on the Vegas Golden Knights. Minnesota is very good in terms of those coin flip games like you saw in game one where they were able to steal a win here at the Fortress, but Marc-Andre Fleury has been very good in this series. It's carried over into the postseason. The Minnesota Wild, I know, have been kind of the pest for the Golden Knights, but I think BGK finishes it off tonight. All right. We'll get some expert opinion on the ice as well later in the second hour when we are joined by Lou Finnecaro. When we come back on the other side for hour number two, we'll get into the baseball card for your Wednesday and also talk some golf. They're down in Fort Worth, Texas for the Colonial. We'll be right back here on the Lombardi line. Stick with us at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. 
Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.